Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. You just got your first rejection letter. It stings really, really bad. And you weren't prepared for the flood of self-doubt that came along with it. Up until now, you've been pretty confident and hopeful about your story. I mean, you worked hard and long on this story, and now the wind is knocked out of your sails. The first rejection especially is a shock to the system. We send our stories out into the world. It's our baby. We've birthed this story into being, and now we're being told our baby's ugly, not good enough, not worthy enough. So the question is, how do you get your confidence back so that you can get back to work? Today, we're going to cover why books get rejected by publishers, and many of these reasons have nothing to do with the quality of the work. And we'll also talk about why you, as a debut unknown author, has an advantage. And then we're going to go over some strategies to get you back on track after a rejection. Now, this also applies to anyone who's gotten scathing feedback that's knocked them down, because that also makes us feel rejected. I want you to reframe rejection so that you don't identify with it, but grow into a stronger, more resilient, and more technically proficient writer. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach. And each week, we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. So I have this email newsletter that I send out to email subscribers. Many of you are on that list, and it's usually on the topic of that week's podcast. Sometimes I tell a story to go along with it, or I give a preview of the content. And every now and then, I get someone who unsubscribes. Now, I've only had two people unsubscribe from my list in the past three years, but I have to admit, both times it really hurt me 
Now, logically, of course, I know it has nothing to do with me or with the content that I'm putting out. I know that sometimes writers move away from writing. It's not really relevant to them, or I'm just not a good fit for them. But I can't deny that it really hurts my feelings. And it makes me question the quality of what I'm putting out, not just in the emails I write, but in the content I create for this podcast. So rejection has a sneaky way of making us feel like we're not good enough. It really plays with our self-esteem and our self-confidence. It really plays with our self-identity. Now, I'm happy to say I never stay stuck in that I'm not good enough thought pattern. I've learned to move through it really quickly. So I don't live there. And the thing is, rejection happens to all of us. Even some of the best books in print weathered multiple rejections before hitting the shelves. For example, Dune, which is considered the best-selling science fiction novel of all time by Frank Herbert, went through 20 different publishers. The author faced rejection after rejection until his book was finally accepted by a publisher. Now, you may already know this. The novel was later adapted into a miniseries and a movie. It also won a Hugo Award and a Nebula Award. Gone with the Wind, which became a Pulitzer Prize-winning novel, was rejected by 40 publishers before it found a home. Now, to the rest of us, these books look like they were an instant wild success, but it was a long road to that instant and wild success. Now, there are many, many more examples I could give you of great books that were rejected over and over before getting published. Just know that rejection happens to the best of us. So why do stories get rejected? Well, the most common reason is that the manuscript just isn't ready yet. The skill just isn't showing up on the page yet. Writing is a craft, just like any other art, and it takes time to fine tune. Now, I've got some ways for you to think about developing your craft, and we'll get to that later in the episode, so hang tight. But rejection is not always about the quality of your story, because even good books are rejected by publishers. It's a business. Good books are often rejected at a publishing company's acquisitions meetings. So the acquiring editor may love your book, but the fate of your book is decided by committee. So the acquisitions meeting is where people from sales and marketing get in on the decision making. They're really the final arbiter because they run the numbers. They factor in the target audience, the potential print runs and profit margins. So what are some reasons even good, eminently publishable stories get rejected? Reason number one, the writer doesn't have a large network or marketing skill. So marketing 
by the way, is a totally different muscle. And it's a skill like anything else that takes time and practice to cultivate. And these days, writers are being asked to be more closely involved in promotional efforts for their books. So this means if you don't have a large network or you don't have marketing skill, they may turn you down even if the book is good. They may ask you how many books you can sell within your existing professional and personal connections. You may also be asked about contacts with the media and influencers who might be able to write blurbs or help you with high profile book launches. So if you don't have a lot of contacts or you don't have the time, the energy, or the know-how to help promote your own book, your book can be rejected based on that. Reason number two, marginal book sales in the past. Now you, as a debut writer, are an unknown commodity, and this could work in your favor. Here's why. For published writers, their latest book may be rejected because previous books had less than stellar sales. Now, the irony here, of course, is that the author's new book may be a better book, but it's rejected just because the earlier ones didn't have significant sales for the publisher. It's totally unfair. But again, the sales and marketing team is looking at the dollars. In publishing, an unknown debut writer is actually considered more commercially attractive than a known published writer with a bad track record of sales. And reason number three, the book is in a genre that the publisher has not succeeded with in the past. It's not a good fit only because the publisher has had bad sales with that genre in the past. The publisher just isn't a good match for you. Some publishers refuse to even consider books in genres they can't sell or they haven't been successful with. So again, quality has very little to do with the decision. Publishing is a business. Okay, so now that you know the range of reasons books are rejected and you know how non-personal it is, let's focus on getting you back on track. Number one, I want you to pause. Don't quit, pause. I want you to honor your feelings about this. I want you to feel it. This isn't all that different from being rejected by a lover or getting fired from a job. Even if you hated the job, the rejection still messes with self-esteem. Rejection never feels good. So take some time to process it. Give yourself a day, a few days, maybe even a week. I just don't want you to get stuck in a momentum of failure and defeat. I want you to really practice self-care. Get outside, go for walks, get some sleep, eat right, nourish yourself. Allow yourself to just heal. A few days, maybe a week. I just don't want you getting stuck there. Don't live there. Number two, redirect. 
I want you to flood your mind with why writing this book is so damn important to you. Why writing itself matters to you. What about the act of writing excites you? Now, look, if you have the impulse and the desire to write, I mean, for God's sake, you wrote a book. You have what it takes to write a great story. You have what it takes to write a publishable story. That all may be dormant at this stage in your development, but it's there. It's in you. You just need to give yourself and your story the time and space to emerge. Number three, I want you to acknowledge your achievement. Give yourself a high five. Look, you've written a book, which is more than most writers ever do. The fact that you finished a book or a short story, you now have something whole. That's a huge success. You have something to work with. The majority of new writers never finish. A staggering 97% of people who start to write a book never finish it. That means that out of every 1,000 people that set out to write a book, only 30 actually finish it. And those that finish give up after one, two, maybe three rejections. So let's talk about the number of rejections. Catherine Stockett, who wrote The Help, had 60 rejections. She didn't give up. She got the story published. She got the book published. Robert Piercig Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance had 161 rejections. That's right, 161 rejections. You put in the work. You completed what you set out to do. Acknowledge that because you can't build on success that you don't acknowledge. And number four, improve your craft. Always be improving your craft. Be in this for the long game. Most new books are rejected simply because they aren't ready yet, because they're not fully cooked. You can always be improving your craft. There's no end point to that. I recently listened to James Clear, who wrote the book Atomic Habits, and he was talking about the power of small habits. He says that habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. Habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. So they don't seem like much on any given day. They're kind of invisible. But over the months and years, their effects can accumulate. So you want to think of the way compound interest works with money. So the money multiplies over time and it's cumulative. Now he talks about the 1% better everyday approach, because that's the only way that real change happens when you think about it. That 1% better everyday accumulates over time. So the success of your book 
is the natural outcome of many small improvements accumulating over time. And these are improvements that don't just pile up, they compound over time. So when you focus on the work rather than on the rejection, when you focus on the work rather than fixating on getting published, you reinforce your identity as a writer because you may perceive the rejection as evidence that you're no good. So you want to build evidence that you are, that you are a writer because so many good writers stop writing because of this false belief that they're no good. So I want you to build up evidence that you are a writer because the goal isn't to write and publish a book. The goal is to become a writer. The goal is to become a better writer. That's what's going to get you published. You have to be a writer first before you publish. Getting published does not make you a writer. The only thing that makes you a writer is writing. So act in alignment with the writer you want to be because your behavior drives your beliefs about yourself. Okay, so let's wrap this up. Rejection happens to the very best of us. It never feels good. And it doesn't always have anything to do with the quality of your book. However, the most common reason with new writers is that the book just isn't ready yet. Still, rejection can make you believe you don't have what it takes. You do. It's just dormant right now. Here's how to get back on track. Number one, pause. Process your disappointment. Take a day, a few days, maybe a week, but don't stay there. Don't get stuck in this momentum of failure and defeat. Number two, redirect. Flood yourself with why writing is important to you, why this book matters to you. Number three, acknowledge your achievement. You wrote a book, you finished. You can't build on success that you yourself don't acknowledge. And number four, improve your craft. Always be improving your craft. A good rule of thumb is to submit periodically, but revise often. Now, rejection messes up our identity as a writer. So the best way to combat that is to focus on the work. Think of making 1% improvement each writing session. That's how real improvement is made in the small strokes of improvement that accumulate over time. You've got this. I believe in you. You just have to keep writing. So get back to work. Give yourself the evidence that you need to believe in yourself. And I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Writer Unleashed. 
If this episode resonated with you, please go leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Reviews are key to keeping Writer Unleashed on the top of the charts where other writers can find us. I'll see you next week with a brand new episode. In the meantime, join us on our private Facebook group, Writer Unleashed Community. It's totally free to join. And if you want more free resources, plus writing tips, I only share an email. Sign up over at nancypinuccio.com. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Till then, keep writing, and I'll talk to you soon.